What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and I am here today joined by Natalie Schlute. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me here. So excited. So for those of you listening, welcome, welcome. If you're tuning back into the Abundant Babes podcast, I appreciate that you're here. If you're new, welcome. It's awesome to have you here, brand new. And today we're going to talk about intuition, manifestation, all of these really fun things, um, which y'all know I love. Um, But Natalie is an intuitive life coach and law of attraction expert. So I feel like it's going to be really cool hearing her perspective and just her story and I guess her opinion and perspective of what she does, but also she's going to give us some really tangible tips as well. So can't wait for that. Natalie, let's hear your story a little bit more. Like tell us how you um, delved into this world. Yeah. um, Gosh, I just feel like the first solid half of my life was a hot mess. I, (laughs) you know, I didn't know about the law of attraction. I didn't know that we could control our own thoughts and emotions. And so I grew up, being extremely emotional as an empath. I have a big family, so I internalized every trauma, every fight, every argument, every stress. I Mm -hmm. stifled my own voice because I was afraid to speak up. You know, everyone's trying to get attention and I was the peacekeeper in the house. But the patterns that I had when I was a kid and even growing up and into my teens that I eventually unraveled in my 20s was that I really focused my thoughts and attention on everything that was going wrong. I would relive Mm -hmm. traumas over and over again in my mind. I would memorize them in my body. And this is something that we all do to an extent. It's just for everyone, it's a little bit different how much they do it. So by the time I got into high school, I was extremely depressed, extremely emotional, low self-worth. I was in a manic, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. I found someone who also had a lot of trauma, (laughs) you know, so we just traumatize each other back and forth. (laughs) Right. You know, it's what we attract. Um, And by the time I was 18, 19, I was doing drugs every single day. Like there's a year that I don't remember. I was so depressed. I was, you know, Mm. on the verge of being suicidal and I could not, I didn't know how to handle my own thoughts and emotions. I didn't know how to handle my trauma. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to express it. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to cover it up. And then one day, you know, a year later, I literally felt like I was going crazy. I thought I was psychotic because I couldn't tell the difference between reality and then the crazy like demons that were coming up. And I was just like, I have to stop this. Like, I know Mm. I meant for more. I know I meant for something great. And I could not continue living my life the way it was. And I knew I just had to go cold turkey. I stopped smoking wow. pot. I finally like faced my demons and, and had to do the inner work. And mm-hmm. so my 20s was a lot of figuring things out. You know, I, I dove deep into personal development, read hundreds and hundreds of books on learning how to change your mind, learning how to take your, you know, change your emotions. Mm-hmm. Don't take things personally, you know, how to work through traumas and emotional things. I was also dealing with a lot of chronic pain. I started getting chronic pain by the time I was 12 years old. 
Mm -hmm. um, severe migraines by the time I was in my late teens to where I was going to the hospital, I was vomiting, shaking, convulsing. And a lot of people didn't know any of this was going on except for those, you know, my friends and family, like the people that were close to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I dealt with a lot of digestive issues, a lot of chronic pain all through my twenties, very emotional. I was the type of person that would cry over everything. I was just so overwhelmed by my, you know, my repetitive thought patterns and my repetitive mm -hmm. emotional patterns. I used to have crying breakdowns literally every month, twice a month, quite often. And mm -hmm. there were days and weeks where I was in so much physical pain that I couldn't get out of bed. Like I couldn't go to school. I couldn't go to work. You know, um, I was like scream to sit up and lay down because I was in so much physical pain with neck pain, back pain, physical pain, digestive pain, migraine oh pain, gosh. you know, piercing in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And this was how I lived for a lot of my twenties, to be very honest. Wow. And it led me to going to school as, a, you know, I first went to college to, for dance, but then I realized I want to do something more. And with how much chronic pain and injuries I had, I ended up going to athletic training and working on physical bodies to mm -hmm. heal. And Western medicine, yes, although it's great, you know, it's great, you know, you break a bone, you hit your knee, like put the ice and do all these things and rehab exercises, awesome, great. But when you're manifesting physical pain, and I think most people's pain is something like more of the emotional tension that we hold on to, mm -hmm. that's only the physical stuff is only going to go so far. So as yeah. I got into my career, I mean, the whole time I'm doing my own inner work, but as I got into my career, I realized, man, the, pe the people that I'm working with, this is not all just physical issues. It's not yeah. just that they fell and hit their knee and it's swollen now. It's, there's, there's more going on. And right. What this ended up opening up in me as I continued my own personal journey on the side and was healing people physically in, you know, as a career, I suddenly started to really open up intuitively. Mm -hmm. um, I was at the time digging in really deep into law of attraction, reading book after book, immersing myself in it. I was getting really deep into meditation and reprogramming my subconscious mind. And as I was doing all of this inner work, things just started opening up for me. Mm -hmm. I really think I was always intuitive. I always had these, these impressions. And I, for most of my younger life, I just thought, oh, I'm just creative with my imagination. Like yeah. I'm just like woo woo and making things up. And I didn't trust it. I didn't understand it. And sometimes it wasn't the answers that I wanted. <laughs> you know, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, that's not the answer I want to hear. So I would just kind of thrush it to the side. And, and as I really started to do the deep inner work in my in the late twenties of my life, that was when things just started to flourish. And as I was working on people physically, I was picking up a lot of intuitive information. I could feel their emotions. I could feel their trauma. I was getting psychic impressions of arguments they had been in, been in recently that were causing their physical pain. I was able to pick up colors and receive, you know angels giving me messages to tell them. And there was cool. all these things that started happening as yeah. I was working with people because mm -hmm. I was doing the inner work and I was opening up and suddenly I was like, well, now how do I navigate through this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not everyone's open to, Hey, I can see these colors moving in your body and I can tell it's anger and I can tell it's from your dad and I can tell it's from the, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to like start talking to people about that. Some people were open to it. Some people yeah. weren't. Um, you know, some people just thought I was crazy, but like, I, I kind of <laughs> held it back because I didn't know, <laughs> like, now what do I do? Yeah. And so, um, you know, working through that, I started getting, uh, I had a psychic that helped coach me to help me better understand myself as an empath and as an intuitive person. I started mm -hmm. doing even more digging as I was using the law of attraction and I was, mm -hmm. you know, doing my own hypnotherapy and my own guided meditations to reprogram my mindset. I started opening up this intuitive side of myself as mm -hmm. well and really delving into that. And 
And then I started doing this as my like side hustle online. I'm like, this is, I know I'm meant for something more. And yes, it's great working one-on-one -on -one with people and their physical injuries, but I knew I could help so many more people by doing what I'm doing now, yeah. by realizing that this is the work that actually healed me physically. And, you know, I still have a little bit of chronic pain um, and a little bit of those kind of issues, but compared to where I was a decade ago, I have cleared out 90% of my migraines, my digestive issues, daily chronic pain. I've come a really long way and, and I'm getting to that point where I'm almost cleared out of everything. And it was just me figuring it out little by little and doing the inner work and healing. And this is the kind of transformation I want for other people. Yeah, you know, I went from manic relationships to manifesting my dream husband and working through that from mm -hmm. going from like, I don't know what to do with my life and my career. And oh, I'm going to do this because, hey, I like maybe why not? <laughs> and then evolving to I love what I do now. And I actually have a dream career that I love and I'm helping people on such a bigger level. And so anyone can have a transformation and just know that a lot of it starts with just how you're showing up for your life. And when you start doing the inner work and opening yourself up to possibilities and being divinely guided, mm -hmm. miracles can really happen. Miracles are an everyday normal thing if you yeah. allow them to be. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. And it's like, miracles are such a normal thing. Like they don't have to be these one-offs, but we do also have to have that allowance in our lives mm -hmm. for like accepting those. I also love what you said that when you started working with people, you started really like noticing that you were like receiving messages because the first time that I was like, hmm, maybe I am intuitive was I like kind of without knowing it was intuitively led, I got intuitively led to doing a Reiki certification. Mm -hmm. So I did my Reiki. Well. Yeah, I did Reiki one and two. And then um, I... I've always been someone who's just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, even though I'm like terrified, but so I was like, I'm just going to like put it out there that I I'm doing sessions. So I like signed up to, there was like this mind, body, spirit there. And I was like, I'll do Reiki at it. <laughs> so I like really pushed myself into the deep end, but it was so cool. Cause in the day it was like, I think I did like 15 minute sessions or something like that. Um, and I had like a ton of people and I started noticing, like I would get these like images and thoughts and like all these things in my head and so I knew that in Reiki people sometimes get intuitive messages but I had no like trust in my own ability and so I'd be like real real shy just like kind of like trying to like say like real casually in case they said like that has nothing to do with me I could just be like oh yeah no never mind <laughs> you know so I was like um so I was as I was doing Reiki on you like I was thinking about a garden and she's like yeah <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> um well this and this and, and then she's like I'm a gardener and that's exactly where I go to heal and da da da, da. and I'm like oh my gosh I'm psychic <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was kind of one of those like confirmation things for me and that's when I really started to be like maybe I actually am intuitive and it was a really cool experience for me but um yeah I think that's like especially when you work with people that you don't know personally I think that's when you're like oh wow this is real because when you work with people that you know it's always like did I know that though or you know is this really intuition but yeah <laughs> self talk um but intuition and manifestation kind of go really hand in hand I feel and I know that's something that you talk about as well and I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about like following your intuition to manifest more of what you desire yeah I think, you know, manifestation is a really big thing nowadays. Um, and the definition of manifestation is just to take a thought, an idea, a dream, a concept, 
like something that, you know, shows up in your mind and turn it into reality, right? Like something like bring it into the concrete 3D reality. That's all manifesting is. It's as simple as, oh, I want a cup of coffee. You go get a cup of coffee. You just manifested it. Or I want a cup of coffee. And then suddenly a friend brings one and you're like, oh, I didn't even ask for it. That's yeah. also manifestation, right? So it's, it's a very simple term, but the way we create things is through how we show up in our life with our thoughts, our emotions, our beliefs, our story, our identity, and just how we are in the present moment. You know, just as an example, like I mentioned when I was younger, I manifested all of that pain, all of that turmoil, the depression, the drugs, the migraines, mm -hmm. the chronic pain. I manifested because that was where my attention was focused. Right. But then as I, I decided I had to heal, I realized, oh, if I focus my attention elsewhere, then that grows. And mm -hmm. so manifestation is not just a, Hey, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to visualize for five minutes a day or 15 minutes a day. And then the rest of the day, I'm just going to be the same old person. I'm going to mm -hmm. keep focusing on, Oh, I don't like these things in my life. And Oh, where's my manifestation? Like it's nothing, nothing's ever going to change for you. If you don't change from the inside out. Right. And so it's really about showing up as a more evolved version of yourself or even a more you could say authentic version of yourself, the true self, you know, we mm. already have everything and the ability to be an amazing manifester and to be extremely intuitive. This is not a supernatural thing. I think one of my big missions in this lifetime is to normalize intuition, to normalize psychic impressions and abilities because mm -hmm. it is so natural. God gave us this gift of the ability to be able to tap into divine intelligence. Mm -hmm. And what it really comes down to is on a daily basis, first, just being aware of how you're showing up and shifting into a better state. Like we're going to get really simple on it. I mean, there's a lot of tools <laughs> and tips and tricks to like shift how your beliefs and your self-worth and, you know, your confidence and those kind of things that you take new actions, but it's really just being self-aware and then shifting into better patterns, right? Better thought patterns, better emotional patterns, um, having the confidence, feeling the fear and doing it anyways, like all of those things are going to help you reach your goals faster, which is what manifestation is. But the, the big fun part is then to follow your intuition because that is when you are kind of getting out of your logical analytical mind, which can be very driven by the ego. I think sometimes, you know, we're always making these pro con lists and everything's got to be perfect. I have to do things right as if there's a right and wrong to everything when there isn't always a right and wrong to everything. Mm -hmm. And we get caught up in that. And sometimes that holds us back. It holds us back because we get caught up in all the, I have to do things perfectly. How am I going to do this? And if we get too logical, it's, it's almost like we, we don't then take action or we take action because we think it's supposed to get us to a certain place, but mm -hmm. our intuition is actually always guiding us. It's the fastest way to manifest mm -hmm. when you are tapped in energetically to you know, divine intelligence, uh, you, you can have it, the Holy Spirit, your angels, your spirit guides, your higher self is mm -hmm. always communicating to you and letting you know, hey, just do this. This is going to be the fastest way to your goal. Hey, just do this. This is going to be the fastest way to your goal. We all can tap into that any moment of any day and use that as our compass mm -hmm. and our guiding force. And when you do that, you open to yourself up to these possibilities that are beyond what your human physical body can hustle through. Like we can only hustle so far before we burn out. And mm -hmm. we, you know, there's, there's this whole thing where you just gotta, you know, work super hard and then it comes. Mm -hmm. And not to say that we don't want to work hard, but I think if you work smart and you work fun and you work in flow, 
you know, you can work long hours and just be in flow and it can be this beautiful experience mm -hmm. or you can work long hours a day and it can feel like a push, a struggle, a, oh my gosh, I have to get there. I'm afraid I'm not <laughs> going to get there fast enough. And then we're creating resistance and that actually takes longer. Yeah. And this is, I'm just like, for those of you listening, I'm sitting here like nodding my head because this is like, y'all, this is it. <laughs> like, this <Yeah>. is it. <laughs> this is <laughs> magic. I always talk about it. It's like, oh, why live your life being all serious and hustle and push when you can actually just have fun instead? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and trust me, I did that for so long. And oh, I still same. catch myself like starting to fall back into that pattern. And then I pull, rip myself back to like, no, we're going to have fun. We're going to be in yeah. peak state. We're going to like, you know, let God guide through. Oh, and just sorry yeah. to interrupt you again, but that, that when you said peak state, you went to Tony Robbins recently. Is I did. Right? I did yeah. a virtual event last weekend. Yeah, I thought so. Cause I, like I did, um, I've only ever done one of his events. It was way back in 2014, Unleash the Power Within. But yes. that was like so fun. That was like a huge game changer for me, actually. Side note. But yeah, great. no. And it's, it's funny that you, you bring that up. And yes, of course, I did use that terminology because it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, I went to a UPW um, Unleash the Power Within back in 2009. So it's been 11 years wow. since I went to my first Tony Robbins event. And then I saw this come around. There was an ad that came up. He had a seven day free challenge on Facebook, did that. And I was like, yes, Tony, yes. And I was like, I'm going to do this virtual event because we're in COVID. I'm at home all day, every day. I need, I need a shift. And yeah. it was such a great reminder of mm -hmm. how our physiology, like getting up and moving your body, jumping up and down and dancing and getting like the energy moving in your body first, like mm -hmm. doing that first so that you you get out of your old patterns, right? Yeah. It's so easy mm -hmm. to just be lazy, to be watching Netflix, to be sitting at your desk, hunching over. And then you're like, oh, I know I need to change. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we get into these weird patterns. They're like, oh, wow, wow. Yeah. And then, like, you know that's only going to get us so far. <laughs> what's so funny is like, um, I haven't like, I mean, like practices that I do that are like really like big, important practices for me are like my meditation where I really just like, I guess I, I like, I do it so that my channel is always clear for my intuition. Right. Yes. And that's like the main reason why I do that. And then the second thing that I love doing is dancing, listening to music when I'm getting ready, especially if I know I'm doing a lot of things where I'm giving energy, like I'm doing program talks or a lot of coaching calls or whatever. I like doing that too. And what I found recently, which was completely intuitive, I don't even know why I'm sharing this story, but whatever. Um, I was like in meditation and all of a sudden my hands like intuitively just started moving and it was like as I was like visualizing and like kind of like feeling into the energy of what was whatever was coming through for me in the meditation I was like moving my hands and then afterwards I was like that's so interesting but like I was thinking the same thing about how when we move it like physically moves things and like um even when you see like people who do like healings on people quite often you see them like it looks like they're like pulling things out of their body or you know like you can actually shift energy with your hands as well anyway that's fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with Reiki healings, I am kind of scanning with my hands. I yeah. With my hands, especially since I've worked physically on yeah. injuries and bodies, that was a big part of it. And it's funny that you mentioned the meditation thing too, because that is something that I'm starting to incorporate more into my practice. And also with my clients this morning, I had a client and she's had a lot of stuck energy, a lot of back pain. And I was like, you know what we're going to do? Because sometimes when I'm in meditation, I start undulating. Like I like move my energy through my chakras and I'm like convulsing while I'm meditating. Yeah, that's, that's like kind of what was happening. I do, but I haven't, and I, 
I realized I'm like, I haven't been sharing that. And that's something I need to share more. And I think I'm going to start putting that more on my Instagram stories and create some YouTube videos about it too, because it's, you, we have to physically move the energy and vibrate the energy out through our body. It's like that Kundalini energy, right? Yeah, that starts at the baseline and works the way through. And so often when I'm listening to binaural beats and I've got, you know, my meditation mask on, I'm in, in deep meditation. I, I tend to move a lot. That's part mm-hmm. of what I do. And so that was a practice that I did today with one of my coaching clients who's been going through a lot and she's just got all this stuck energy. We started by just working through each chakra and I'm like, just move and shake and mm-hmm. do things. And we got up and we did a little trance dance. And by the end, she was just bawling, but in the most beautiful way, she had finally released a lot of the emotions that she was holding on to. Yeah. So there's, we hold so much in our physical body. And I think there's some really beautiful spiritual ways of allowing that yeah. to be released. Um, you know, we, we need to get the energy moving in. Yes, we can get in our heads about it. We can journal all of our limiting beliefs. We can reframe them. We can reprogram them and all that stuff. But there is something about mm-hmm. moving the actual energy, not only noticing being aware of your energy and your emotions throughout the day, but mm-hmm. then physically shifting it, yeah. letting yourself vibrate and just go with it. Like yeah. you start by initiating the movement, but then the movement, it just mm-hmm. takes over and yeah. you surrender to it. It's like funny as well. Cause when I did, I did my yoga teacher training in India, 2017, and there was like quite a lot of like random practices we did with that. And a lot of them were like intuitive moving or also intuitive gibberish. Like, I don't know if you've done that before, but it's like, you literally just start talking in gibberish. You're just like, but what it does, and then you like intuitively move with that. But what it does is it allows your like mind to bypass and like by the end of it, like everyone's like bawling. Like, I don't even really know what I released, but I was like releasing trauma through that experience because um, I mean, I'm sure I remember at the time what it was more accurately, but, um, it was, it's like so insane because it, what you were saying before, like around intuition, right? Like our intuition is like such a natural thing, like, and it's always available to us, but as humans, we need to analyze it. It needs to be what we mean. And like, it needs to be like, oh, and this and this and this, and it goes in this order and everything's linear and everything's this when that's not actually the case. That's our experience a lot of the time, but it's not actually the truth. Um, so it's, yeah, really interesting how there's so many practices where you can actually use your physical body for your benefit rather than, you know, sometimes we feel like the human limitation, but really we can actually use it as an expander as well. Yeah. I love that. The gibberish thing. And that was another thing we did with Tony Robbins is a lot of like yelling and screaming and saying yes. And, you know, we also hold trauma it like through our breath patterns and through our Mm. lung capacity by getting your vocal, you know, expression out, whether it's gibberish or just scream it out, yell it out, Mm. you know, make your sounds that can also help to reset, you know, your, your entire diaphragm. Oh, to, yeah. I believe. And then your, you know, your throat shock or your voice, that is how we express ourselves. And there are so many things, thousands mm-hmm. of things that all of us have repressed and held in over our lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, from a child at a certain point, your parents are like, don't cry, don't yell, don't scream, stop that tantrum. And then we, we stop expressing. Yeah. We stop vocalizing things and then we start holding mm-hmm. on to things and then it builds up. And that's really what's weighing us down more than anything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, amazing. Really interesting. <laughs> so I know um, one of the things that I would love for you to share is I know you mentioned there's five ways that we actually commonly receive intuitive impressions um, and how we can like be aware of those and be led to our manifestations through that. Would you mind sharing those with the audience? 
Yeah, I would love to. So the one way that everyone can tap into their intuition is through their emotions. Like that one comes very readily, very easy for all of us. We all have the ability to be empathic. We all have the ability to feel when we are in alignment with the, our higher self or out of alignment with our higher self. So if you know Abraham Hicks teachings and the law of attraction, you know, when you're in alignment, when you're truly in alignment with manifesting, like your, your soul, your higher self, or they say your inner self, I like the sound of your higher self. It just feels, you know, so much more grand, but it, oh, it, every time you have a dream, it instantly becomes a match to that vibration, that dream, whether it's the million dollars, the dream house, the soulmate, the family, the travel, the, whatever you want to manifest, your higher self already becomes a vibrational match and is like instantaneously in the universe connected to it. Mm -hmm. Where, where people get caught up with manifestation is that our humanness, our physical body tends to have our old patterns. And so we, we know if we're in alignment, if we're joyful, if we're happy, if we're mm -hmm. experiencing, experiencing any set of happy emotions and vibrations. But when we're feeling resistance, we're feeling sad, worried, doubtful, overwhelmed, you know, questioning if our manifestations are on the way, any of those low vibrations, and you notice your emotions in that moment, you are no longer a vibrational match to everything you want to manifest to your dream mm -hmm. life. And so it's just catching yourself, catching like that's your first intuition step. And that's the easiest one for all of us to tap into because it's yeah. so obvious and so simple. But if we're going to expand out our intuition and cross into the realm of kind of those, the psychic impressions, which I believe that intuition and being a psychic, they're the exact same thing. They're just on a different spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. A psychic is someone who has mastered um, taking energetic information and turning it into a true impression that they can read. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone who is new to intuition or just learning intuition at a basic level, you are still receiving energetic information and then you, it's slowly starting to evolve into a new impression. And the way we receive mm -hmm. energy information is through all of our five senses, right? Mm -hmm. Our sense of physical touch, our sense of smell, our sense of taste, our sense of sight. You know, we, we have all of these senses and the, the five most common ones that I find people get the most impressions through are clear empath, which is again, the emotions. That's the easiest one. We can receive visual impressions in our mind's eye, like through our third eye, where we're receiving energy information from the universe, from, from our guides, from our angels, from, you know, situations mm -hmm. that we're in. And then our, our brain picks that up and turns it into a picture. Yeah. And this is where that psychic impression comes from. It's clairvoyance. Mm -hmm. when you have visions. So that's another way that we can receive divine information and guidance. Mm -hmm. um, claircognizance is another one. And that is just a knowing. Like we, we, we're, our body is subconsciously picking up energy information and then our brain just turns it into a knowing. Mm -hmm. And so if you've ever like ran into someone, someone new maybe you met and you just had a really weird feeling, you're like, oh, this is not a person I want to interact with. That, and you just know it. You can't explain why. It's just your, your brain is picking up that information and giving you an instant knowing, or like, you know, someone's lying to you. Mm -hmm. You can just tell, you can feel it. Um, the other ones, we do have a sense of smell and a sense of taste. So those can be heightened and we can. One of, yeah. One of my really good friends who she's like, she's psychic in all the ways, but she's really strong yeah. with the smelling one. And so she's always like, mm, I smell like, you know, like, cause I've been to her mediumship shows and stuff. And she's like, I smell 
you know, this person's coming through and I can smell baked beans or something. And someone's like, oh my God, he loved baked beans. <laughs> you know, it's like so funny. Um, yeah. That one's a really interesting one, I find. It is an interesting one. And mm -hmm. I find that, you know, the sense of smell and the sense of taste, a lot of, that, that's not one that commonly people experience. Mm -hmm. I think not as many people are tapped into it, but like, yeah. again, the ones that have really mastered um, receiving energy information can also do that. So yeah. those are kind of the, like, I consider those the lesser ones because they're just, they don't always yeah. give as much information. Um, but the other ones are clairsentience, which is clarity, um, clear sensations. So it's physical sensations in the body. It's different from the emotional sensations. It's like if you get um, goosebumps on your mm. arms or you get, you know, tingles down your back or you get a, a flushing wave of heat or cold in your body. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was unconsciously picking up a lot of physical pain when, as an athletic trainer when I was working on dancers because they would have an injury and then later on that day I'd go home and suddenly my neck went out and I worked on someone's neck that day or you right. know, all of a sudden my mm -hmm. forearm would hurt and I worked on someone's forearm that day. So we can pick up um, physical pain from other people mm -hmm. as well. It's a little more um, ambiguous to define like, okay, why am I picking up this physical sensation? But sometimes yeah. it's just knowing. It's just like a sign like, oh my gosh, yes, you've been connected in another lifetime or things mm -hmm. like that. Um, so let me see if I got them. We have clairsentience, claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairempath. Clairaudience? audience. There you go. You got it. So clear audience. This one I really love because it can come in very clear and very obvious. This is where, you know, your higher self, your angels, your spirit guides, they actually give you a tangible message to, to transfer to someone else. Um, mm -hmm. and this one's fun when you're able to tap into souls that have passed on. You know, I have a great grandmother that came through and gave me a message the other month to give to my sister, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just like, tell her this, this, and this. And like, when you hear these things, it's like, oh, okay. Like, it's actually a really beautiful thing to be able to do. Sometimes it comes through yes. as a warning, like, um, don't do that. <laughs> or, hey, this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. We can receive, clear, you know, messages through yeah. auditory. Sometimes it comes through songs on the radio station. Yeah. Or you know, through the TV or just wise words from a person that, you know, yeah. needed, needed to receive that message. So it can come from your literal physical area, but it can also um, come through as like, it sounds similar to your voice. The way to tell the difference. Yeah. I'm interested to hear ego, this. Mm -hmm. this. And this is a big one because we, right, we have this inner dialogue going on all the time. It's the ego. It's our subconscious mind. It's like on this roll. We have 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Mm -hmm. And so how do you tell the difference between that voice and the intuitive voice that's coming through? That's coming from a higher spiritual source. It's in the quality. Um, often the ego will be, you know, our ego is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. It you can train your ego to be very positive and support you, but it can also break you down and have, you know, cause you to have some doubts and fears about things in your life. Whereas when you're receiving intuitive information, it's always going to be positive. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little quieter, a little subtler, and it's usually just going to be one message, like a short word, a short phrase, one sentence, and it just repeats itself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go on like this internal dialogue, whereas if it's, yeah. if it's your ego or your logical mind, it'll start telling you a story. It'll start analyzing. It'll start rationalizing. It's going to be a checklist and this is why, and it's going to support, it's going to do all these things. It's going to be this like ongoing thing. That's not intuition. That's not how yeah. it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> intuition yeah. will come through and just be like, this is what you need to do. 
and it'll say it over and over again. Mm -hmm. It'll come in several times throughout the day. You may hear it repetitively over several months if you don't follow it right yeah, away. Yeah, your guides are like <laughs> punching you. They're like, listen to me. <laughs> <It's> like, listen. <laughs> you know, until you get it. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a little bit of a kind of a softer. It doesn't have to prove its point. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have that ego behind it where it's like, this is it and this is why. And it's like forcing you to do yeah. it, which is what ego does. It's yeah. just- I love that distinction. Yeah, that's so good. And I think such a good way to, to look at it because, um, I think the thing with intuition is it's like, we're always being shown what the possibility is for us. You know, it's like, you could experience this, you could step into that, but it's like, it doesn't really care because the whole human experience is what would you do if you had the choice? And now we have the choice, right? So, um, yeah, I think it's like the, the soul, the intuition, whatever, doesn't have anything to prove necessarily, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, "Eh, would you want to do this? (laughs) And then it's like, Hey, you've been asking for this manifestation. Here's the little clue. Just go do this. This is your next step. And often it's just, you receive the next step. Yeah. One, maybe two steps and that's it. So don't expect to see the whole picture, but I think it's important to be open, energetically open. And like you said, I do my, my meditations too, because that keeps me open energetically. It helps me Mm -hmm. to quiet the mind so that I'm more receptive and more aware of the energy that I'm feeling in my body and outside of my body. So it, it, it creates this receptive state where you're open to receiving any of these impressions. And so I think it's important because intuition can come in in a lot of ways. We can receive messages in a lot of ways. We don't always control how they come through or when they come true, come through for us. But if you're open and if you're aware and noticing, mm-hmm. then, then you have the opportunity to be like, yeah. oh, I'm getting this vision. I'm getting this download. Sometimes it comes in like multiples at a time. You'll get a vision and you'll hear the message and you'll feel the emotion of actually having it. Like there's sometimes yeah. it'll be in a multitude of ways, but I think just having the awareness that it can come through in all these different ways and then to just be open to receiving it and acknowledge it when it does come through is really important. And then take action, like take action right away. That's, (laughs) I know we, we, I, we have this pattern quite often of not following the intuition right away because we suppressed it from the time we were little kids at a certain point we stopped we kind of shut it down because our parents are like, do this, do that. So then we start following language. We start following directions. We start following that voice more than we start, more than we follow the intuition. And so Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like we have to revert back (laughs) to our authentic pattern. It's like unlearning. That's like the biggest, (laughs) it's like screw learning. You got to unlearn shit right now. (laughs) That's what's going on. But yeah, that's, um, that's such a good point. And that's like, I totally agree with what you say. Like I always say the biggest thing to like, amplify your intuition is to trust it because the more you trust it, the more clearly, um, you're going to hear it, the more like readily available that information is there for you. And it's kind of like, it's always been there, but as you step into recognition and trust of it, then you are, um, like noticing it more. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're applying it. So you're seeing the benefits and you're like, Oh, that actually was an intuition worth following. And so it's kind of like, it ramps everything up. Um, but yeah, it's such, such an awesome message. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. It's been so amazing to have you and to have this conversation. I just love how we're like on the same page with everything. (laughs) I know it's so, it's so lovely meeting, you know, my people. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Online realm. It's beautiful. (laughs) I love it. So if people are wanting to connect with you and learn more about you and be in your space, like where's the best hangouts for you? 
Um, I do spend a lot of time on Instagram. So I hang out there. I'm on my stories a lot. You can DM mm -hmm. me um, in my bio link. I've got links to everything. You know, I, I've got a Facebook group. I have um, regular YouTube videos and podcasts coming out. I also have a really great um, free three-part video series that teaches you how to follow your intuition to manifest Ooh. your ideal life. Like mm -hmm. I actually give you the one practice that I did every day for a year that helped me to really master my intuition. It's a very simple practice, but it's, it's a great one. If you're looking to open yourself up, you want to manifest more, you want to really, you know, build that relationship with your intuition. That's a great one. So I'll make sure we link that up in the show notes, but all those yeah. links are also, you know, in my bio link of my Instagram profile. And you can just find me, Natalie Schlute. Everything is yeah. Natalie Schlute. If you spell my name correctly, you will find <laughs> me on all platforms because I'm the only one. <laughs> so just make sure you get that down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's going to be in the show notes as well. So you can't miss it. But yeah, make sure yeah. to take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your story, tag Natalie at Natalie Schlute and myself at Viola Hug. And let us know, like DMS, let us know what you loved. Um, whatever, you know, we love to hear from you. So that would be amazing. And thank you so much again, Natalie, for joining me. It's been so awesome. Well, thank you for having me here. It's been an honor and just, I, I love your presence. It's been amazing connecting with you. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Ditto. And to all of you listeners, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing this epic podcast. May I add? <laughs> I mean, it's like a win-win both ways, right? But anyway, oh, we'll okay. see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>